You're listening to the Mind Manual Podcast, Episode 37, Breaking Free from Emotional Manipulation. If you want a particular result in your life, but you're unable to get it, tune in to start training your brain and expanding your emotional intelligence to unlock the most powerful and underutilized performance tool that we have. It's the most important work you could do because... It affects every area of your life. Hello there. How is everyone? Here in Australia, it's school holiday time. I'm loving having all my kitties back again. Family dynamics and patterns are an interesting thing to explore. I know for two of my kids that are now adults, we've had to do a reset in deciding how we want to interact as respectful adults minus all of the childhood conditioning that we've grown up with. It's an opportunity to decide what we want those relationships to look like, sound like, and feel like. So that's some of the work we've been doing, which doesn't happen overnight, but I'm so grateful that they are open to exploring all of this with me. On this week's topic, I want to start by saying that we all have immense power within us that is often overlooked or something we just don't even acknowledge. It presents in the form of having the ultimate power to shape our thoughts, emotions, and actions. Often we fall for the illusion that other people have this power over us, that somehow they have control over the way we feel and therefore how we show up. Today we're going to talk about a concept that many of us have encountered at some point in our lives, emotional manipulation. I want to clarify what it is, dispel some misconceptions about it, and empower you to take control over your own thoughts and feelings that are fueling your actions and behavior and creating the experience of your reality. Emotional manipulation, as the name suggests, is an attempt to control how someone feels by manipulating what they think and believe. It's about trying to change your thinking to influence your emotions and in turn, your actions. The key to understanding this is knowing that our thoughts create our feelings. So when someone tries to manipulate your emotions, they are essentially trying to change your thinking. First of all, the thing we need to get clear about is that nobody can manipulate your emotions without your permission. You are in control of what you choose to believe and therefore feel. It's crucial to recognize that even though someone may try to convince you of something, you have the ultimate say in whether you accept those thoughts or not. Think of it like a gift. Just because someone offers to give you something, you don't have to accept it. You can choose to hand it right back. Often people will attempt to manipulate by killing you with kindness, knowing there is this obligatory sense of accepting their offer of generosity can make you feel indebted to them. And then when they call you up on the return, in whatever form they decide it takes, you feel compelled to act. So if you feel like someone in your life has the ability to emotionally manipulate you without your permission, let me tell you, You are in control, not them. It might be challenging and they might be convincing, but you hold the power to decide what you believe. 
Let's dive deeper into what emotional manipulation looks like. Some common tactics involve trying to induce negative emotions like guilt, fear, feelings of unworthiness or disempowerment. For instance, someone might say, it makes me sad when you don't do what I want or need, or you owe me for everything I've done for you. They're attempting to make you feel guilty for not complying with their wishes. Fear-based manipulation can be more direct with threats or ultimatums aimed at making you change your thinking and act as the manipulator desires. Meanwhile, they're convincing you that you're unworthy or incapable, which can create feelings of self-doubt, which may lead to actions that serve the manipulator's interests. Here's the thing. The person doing the emotional manipulation might not even realize they're doing it. They may be driven by their own fears and insecurities, trying to fill their own emotional void with your actions. But remember, it's not your responsibility to cater to their emotional life. Even if you wanted to, it's impossible. The illusion that you can control someone's internal narrative and force them to think and believe certain thoughts will lock you into an exhausting battle of having to reshape and mould the elusive activity and constructs of someone else's mind. It will be like trying to control the shadows of the night. Whenever a light of someone else's truth appears, you'll need to go and duck and dive and weave your competing story so they can feel a certain way. The best way to overcome emotional manipulation is to acknowledge that your thoughts are your responsibility. Even if someone tries to control your thinking, you can choose to set boundaries. Boundaries allow you to protect your emotional well-being and maintain control over your thoughts and feelings. By setting boundaries, you can decide not to engage with or be influenced by manipulative tactics. If someone is constantly trying to manipulate you, you have the power to distance yourself from that energy. The thing about boundaries is that it's not about controlling the other person or their actions and behavior. Adults get to be whoever and do whatever they wish. It's about controlling what's in your power to control, which is going to be all about you. It's going to be about what you will do if a certain situation unfolds that you choose not to be a part of. That doesn't require you to alter the situation or circumstance. It may be that you just choose to remove yourself from it. We need to recognize that trying to change someone else's behavior is usually futile. It's much more effective to focus on managing our own thoughts and feelings rather than trying to control theirs. So if you're generally wanting to help someone though, positive influence will be the flip side of the emotional manipulation coin. It's about offering new constructive thoughts to help someone feel better. This is a way to help others change their thinking and improve their emotions but it's done with their best interests in mind, not yours. And if they decide not to take that on, we need to accept it's their right, their choice and their journey to continue it on their way. 
So that will be about honouring and respecting their free will to do their life differently and dropping the expectation that they should be wanting to do life the way we think they should, regardless of it being in their best interests. When we assert that everyone is the expert of their own life, we honour that most basic inherent guidance system that we all came with here by default. Just because someone's path to it may not be a straight line, we need to remember that there are many paths that lead to Rome. So as you navigate your relationships, be aware of your feelings. If you're feeling tense or controlling, you might be trying to manipulate someone. On the other hand, if you're coming from a place of positivity and genuine care, you're likely offering positive influence. Just don't get all offended if they decide not to take it up and start thinking that they're doing it all wrong. This places you in a position of judgment that the other person will sense, which never feels good and only serves to disconnect you from them. To all the parents out there, this is the most difficult one when it comes to thinking we know what's best for our adult children. I can't tell you how many families speak of an estranged relationship that they have between a parent and a child. Take responsibility for only your thoughts, your emotions and your actions. Empower yourself to choose what you believe to be true and own whatever feelings flow from that. And in doing so, you'll liberate yourself from the clutches of emotional manipulation and create healthier, more fulfilling relationships. So how can you put this newfound awareness into action? Let's explore some practical steps that you can use as a framework to put into practice. First of all, we have A for awareness. Begin by understanding your own emotions, thoughts and reactions. This self-awareness is the first line of defense against emotional manipulation. When you notice feelings of guilt, fear or unworthiness, take a step back and ask yourself, am I believing these emotions are being imposed on me by another? Or if you're becoming angry and resentful, am I wanting someone else to do something to fix the way I'm feeling? If you are, check back in and remind yourself of your role in all of this by asking, what am I thinking or believing that is causing this feeling? B, for boundaries, set clear boundaries. Establishing boundaries is a crucial aspect of self-care. Make it clear to others what behavior you will not tolerate in your presence. If someone is attempting emotional manipulation, Calmly communicate your boundaries and let them know the actions you will take to remove yourself from that situation. C, communicate openly. Engage in open and honest communication with the person you suspect is emotionally manipulating you. Express what you're making their actions or words mean and then how that makes you feel. They may not even be aware of their behavior. And addressing it can lead to understanding and empathy, which can help improve relationships. Assertiveness. Practice assertiveness. Learn to express your thoughts and feelings assertively. 
Being assertive means confidently stating your needs, opinions and feelings while respecting the needs and opinions of others. It's a balanced approach that ensures your voice is heard without trying to control someone else. Choose your response. Remember that you have a choice in how you respond to emotional manipulation. You can choose not to accept the thoughts and emotions being imposed on you. Instead, you can make the decision to think for yourself and act accordingly to your values and desires. E, evaluate your model against their model. Often we like to deflect blame to another by claiming that we've been wronged or controlled in some way, when in actual fact, the very thing we're blaming someone else for is the same thing we're doing to them. Check to see if you're needing someone else to think, feel, or do something in order for you to feel a certain way. Surround yourself with positivity and support. Emotions are contagious. Surround yourself with people who uplift and support you. Positive relationships can counteract the negative effects of emotional manipulation. Spend time with those who encourage and inspire you. Practice self-compassion. Be kind to yourself. Recognize that we all have vulnerabilities and it's okay to make mistakes. Self-compassion can empower you to stand up for your own feelings and boundaries. So let's explore some everyday examples to illustrate these practical steps in dealing with emotional manipulation. The first example is the classic guilt trip. We have the situation where your friend frequently guilts you into attending social events that you're not interested in. Using the framework I've just outlined, let's have a look at the awareness step. So you realize that often you end up attending events that you don't want to because of guilt. You recognize that you've been believing their model, meaning that you're a bad friend if you don't do what they always want you to do. You always recognize that you're trying to control the way that they feel by attending the event in order to appease them. Then we have boundaries. So when it comes to boundaries, you have a conversation with your friend to explain that you can't attend every event and you need to prioritize your time. Communicate openly by talking to your friend about how their guilt tripping makes you feel and how you'd prefer to maintain an honest and supportive friendship. Practice assertiveness. You assertively communicate your commitments and needs by emphasizing that it's important for both of you to respect each other's boundaries and the time you need to dedicate to other areas of your life. Choose your response. Remember that you have a choice in how you respond to emotional manipulation. You can share that you don't agree or accept that you're a bad friend because you're not available to go out every time. So you're not buying into the guilt that goes along in believing that. Instead, you can share that you're choosing to think these other areas in your life that you're wanting to pursue are just as important. E, evaluate. When you evaluate your model against their model, just check in to see if you're needing them to behave or process your feedback in a certain way in order for you to feel better. Remember, it's a two-way street. They get to own their thoughts, feelings and actions 
But we also need to be responsible for how we think, how we feel and how we act. We can't impose our need for them to be a certain way in order to change the way we're feeling. Surround yourself with positivity and support. Remember, emotions are contagious. Go and find someone who inspires you and is supportive of your dreams and desires to offset that negativity that you may have been charged with from your previous encounter. Practice self-compassion. Be kind to yourself and them and recognize that we all have vulnerabilities and get it wrong sometimes. Back yourself and your desires by following through with your plans without bearing responsibility for their emotions. So if you can break free from the grip of manipulating others or allowing yourself to be manipulated, then embrace the power to choose which thoughts and beliefs align with your values and goals. By setting boundaries, communicating openly, and practicing self-awareness, we can build healthier, fulfilling connections and more authentic relationships. I hope that was helpful and I hope you free yourself when somebody tries to emotionally manipulate you. You can look at them and realize how much power you have over your own life and how little power anybody else has over it. All right, guys, have an amazing week. I'll talk to you soon. Goodbye. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come and check out Mind Scholars. It's my monthly coaching membership where we take all of this work to a much deeper level. We study it and then apply it to the everyday in every way. So if you want to take your life to a whole new level, join me in Mind Scholars over at themindmanual.com forward slash join. I look forward to seeing you there.